Welcome back to the Conversation Up podcast, a show for geeks, artists, and terrible people. In this episode, Ben and I ask, what was the best birthday you ever had? And can we come up with one rule to live by? We also talk about something called dog yeast, which, you know what, I don't think that requires any explanation. Enjoy the episode. Ben, give me your top five things that we neglect in the new year. Don't know when this episode is going out. It's an intro. It's a classic. It's a classic laundry intro. Top five um, things so that we neglect in the new top year. Top things that, that we are neglecting or that we will neglect. That we neglect um, in the new year. Number one. Being specific. Being specific. Being specific. Yeah. Good. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Number two. Prob- probably, probably one another. <laughs> Those we care for. Yep. A, a very low ranking there for number two people. Others... Pot plants. Pot plant. Oh, absolutely. I neglect a pot plant every new year. There's one. There's one. Little... I mean, it's gonna. It's gonna happen. Yeah. Um, let's be. Christmas has only just sort of gone away. So, without meaning to be too sad, dogs. Dogs. Someone. Someone's gonna neglect a dog. Oh, a brand, they a brand new dog. For, they are just for Christmas. Yeah. They are just for Christmas. And you know, let's be honest, probably that, that thing that you really should have gone and got sorted out at oh, the doctor's, yeah. which you've been meaning to, and yeah, I know, but it's really busy, and then I don't really want to bother him because it sort of got better, and then it went away, and then I thought it was going to go away again, and it didn't, so uh, yeah, you, that's definitely going to be neglected. No, certainly. Uh, ben, this episode is brought to you by Dogs What Don't Last Long. What can our audience get from Dogs What Don't Last Long? Uh, you, you get some chops you get four legs oh yeah and then you can boil the bones to make a broth and a nice soup that's true dogs what don't last long eat them that's the tagline yeah. products dogs what don't last long tagline eat them dogs are not just for Christmas if you stretch them out they can keep you going until the new year you can get like you, you can boil it down to the to to the bones and you, you can you can you can leave that underground for uh six to eight months <laughs> and in that time it will form a paste and you can put that in a jar and and then you can you can use that in your creation of future temporary dogs like a yeast like a dog yeast dog yeast <laughs> ben this you- episode is brought to you by dog yeast <laughs> Are you talking about sourdough? No, I'm talking about dog yeast. Keep up. Oh, sorry. That's silly of me. There's got to be like a, a dog-based, a canine sourdough pun. Um, I can't think of it, though. Hey, man. It's your dog yeast. It is my dog yeast. So why don't I clean it up? Shall we just pull a question out of the hat and, and get on with our day? How are you, Liam? I would like to know how Liam is. I never ask Ben how he is. I just ask him to, like, be be a corporate shill for products that don't exist. I'm doing fine. I'm wearing my Udi. It's 
there is no in between with this Udi. It's either sweltering or freezing when I take it off. Um, mm -hmm. So it's impossible. This is a sitting still garment. What I've discovered about the Udi uh, trademark is that uh, patent pending, I assume, um, is that if you try to get up and do any kind of physical activity, whether it's working in the coal mine or doing the washing up or anything in between, um, you will just immediately overheat and nearly pass out. And it happens so very quickly. Um, it, if you're not sitting still, you got to take that Udi off. If you're not just huh. sitting there, it's very, it's quite nice. Like of an evening sitting there, we've been watching uh, the Traitors on BBC. <gasps> Claudia Winkleman. Claudia. Um, yum 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 yum. We she's love Claudia. Fucking funny in this. Uh, in the show notes, I'm going to put a um, a video from the Big Fat Quiz of the Year, where Jack Whitehall and Claudia Wilkin Winkleman are, are on the teams, and Mr. Blobby is a guest has a guest question. Yes. Uh, and the way that he screams, hi, Claudia, is what is a sample that plays in my head every time I see Claudia Winkleman. <laughs> but it's it's so loud and so abrasive that I can't vocalise it because it's just too much. Yet more reasons that I hate Jack Whitehall. Yeah. He's sat next to Claudia Winkleman and doesn't like Mr. Blobby. Um, have you seen The Traitors or have you just seen, like, trailers for it? No, it was... I've, I'm still only just... Like, genuinely now, and we're recording this in the first... Late in the first week of January, mm. I've only just got to a point when I, like, have some time to do stuff. Yeah. So, like, I want to watch the... Tra I've got so much stuff that I wanted to watch, but I haven't watched it because I've been doing jobs that I didn't have time to do. It is pretty good. It is a bit of a time sink. It's not edited infuriatingly like many uh, American reality shows um like you do you do actually the plot does advance somewhat every episode is quite good um it feels a lot like the mole which was a i think uh either a channel 4 or a bbc series from the early 2000s that i absolutely adored um but there's slight different gameplay um differences in gameplay and actually they they did an american version I think they did an American version set in Australia in recent years. That's true to the same format, but it's obviously like an updated reality show. Also really quite good. Um, the original Mole is like very hard to find online. I think there's one episode on YouTube and it is grainy. The, the difference with the Mole versus the Traitors is that in the Traitors, you, you, you all do tasks and, and you, you earn money for your team. In and then at the end, either the traitors get the money or the faithful get the money. In the mole, um, the 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 person playing the mole is actively trying to sabotage missions. So when you're trying to work out who the the baddie is, um, that's what you use as evidence. So in the traitors, like when they're trying to work out who the baddie is, then they don't really have any evidence for what when they're accusing the the other players which is a little frustrating whereas in the mole it's like you dropped the bag of money over the side of the cliff i think you're a mole because why else would you do that um but yeah so like i, I like the traitors i prefer the mole but there's less of it um yeah i said it i i, I just asked how you were 
Um, and I told you that I prefer the mole. <laughs> That's how I am. I prefer the mole. I there was just a moment where yes, I, I was just like, mole. I was just like, I, I've not said anything for a while. How did we get onto this? I asked how he was. And now we're here. And now you know in some detail. Okay. I'm quite used to having to carry the conversation in social situations. Um, because I'm a white man, I like the sound of my voice. And that's why I have a podcast. Ben, should we just pull a question out and get on with it before we get too introspective? I'm all right, thanks. I thought I asked you how you were. Go on, then. No, Didn't you ask. said that you never asked me how I am. Shit, my bad. Ben, if you had a dog, right... And it was turning yeasty. Mm-hmm. What size of yep. Kilner jar would you store it in to preserve the How, dog yeast? What, what sort of dog? Um, like a Jack Russell. Uh, I would then use a. I would use a twenty liter. I think that's fair. Yeah, yeah. Because you want some room to expand, and you don't want it to be too crowded. That's true. And how are you, Ben? All right. I was hoping you would say, I just told you, a 20-litre Kilmer chart. <laughs> I feel like a Jack Russell covered in yeast. Sometimes, right, when you go out with your mates, it might look like you're a 20-litre Kilmer jar, but actually you're feeling inside like you prefer the mole to the traitors, so it's important to ask your mates how they're doing. I went to see Matilda yesterday. How is she? Oh, she has a. She, she was having a terrible time. <laughs> was, Emma Thompson was a proper dick. Oh no! But it's okay because they sang. Was this the cinematic experience rather than the live stage show? It was indeed the cinematic experience rather than the live stage show. I would recommend probably the stage show more. Yeah. But the movie was still very impressive. Cool. Nice. Like there were bits of choreography that I was like, they must have CGI'd this. They can't have CGI'd this. Wow, all these kids are fucking dancing like nutcases. Yeah, kids have very little self-awareness for their own safety and, and thus will just jump off of stuff if asked. Oh, no, it was, it, was, it was the timing and precision. These were clearly... It was fantastically choreographed. I cool. cannot imagine that these children do anything other than dance and sing. Mm. And Tim Minchin did all the lyrics, which you could 100% tell. El podcast del sombrero de conversación. Best birthday you've ever had. You tell me about your one first. I don't have one. I don't know. I can't remember. Um, I I found that like the last few years have been pretty good because um, there's we 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 don't really hang out with people we don't like, <laughs> which which is which is good. That's a good thing to do for your own sanity. In in recent years, I, I think, like, we, we've hung out with people who are a little more reliable in general. Um, so when you when you invite people to do birthday stuff, they'll actually, you know, try and do it, which is nice. <laughs> uh, nice to have reliable people in your life, rather than feeling like that you're kind of a background character in someone else's 
story so your birthday is never going to be an episode of the show you know we used to do quite a lot um eurovision parties because (laughs) you used to do this man and his dog yeast, I swear to God. Eurovision Song Contest uh, coincides quite often with my birthday uh, around the middle of May. So we'll quite often do... Um, the routine used to be Liam's birthday slash Eurovision party. We'll order Chinese food. Um, and that was just because that's my favourite kind of takeaway. And also it's kind of funny that you do that when it's the, the least European kind of food. Um I enjoyed it when you had um, the little, like, not quite tapas thing. Yes, the, where you had the small vision. bits of food. Yeah, yeah, that that was a lot of fun. Um, My particular favourite um, food that because you had like, I think maybe some brie for France, halloumi for Cyprus. Some, yeah, and then uh, for Malta, you had a bowl of Maltesers. Maltesers. The national dish, man. <laughs> of course. That made me, that made me yeah. so happy. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> that, well, that was very much uh, how can we integrate Maltesers into this particular presentation decision. Yeah. Um, I think I like that ki- kind of birthday. I find that a lot of fun. Um, also because I, um, I have issues around control. Um, and and if I feel like I'm not in control of a situation, I can get very um, uncomfortable. But I also, for some reason, birthdays is a weird one for me because I feel like um, I don't like being the centre of attention unless it's on my terms, uh, which is why something like a... Um, do, doing, for example, an open mic night, either as a musician or... or if I decided to do stand-up or something at someone else's event sounds absolutely terrifying I couldn't think of anything worse but if we were to do a a live conversation hat and like the event was ours yeah gimme I'd do that all day long um and it's literally just to do with whose whose event is this who's in charge of the format who's in charge of the event and I don't know why it is that just is is something weird in my brain. And I was about to say, you, you, go on. You you would know that in that situation, control would arguably be an illusion because if an open mic night, the person who has organised it, say the venue owner or whatever, has put no, no effort into your <laughs> set. And if we were to do, and when we do, um, conversation hat live. Chances are we will have audience participation and we will have to go with audience questions. Yeah. Meaning that they will be in control. However, that will still be our thing. So we would have to rein it in and manipulate it and make that work. However, the ball would first be thrown to the audience to come back to us. Totally. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Um, And and it is, yeah, any degree of control that we have, it is an illusion the same as like whoever's in control of an open mic night sort of rescinds control to an extent I'm not saying it makes sense I'm just saying that's that's what goes on in my brain and it's also a lot of it's um, subconscious so it's quite hard to examine uh, but my my point is that birthdays for me are a thing that I don't have control over because it feels like an obligation that I have to have a party because it's my birthday I haven't decided that this is my birthday but it 
nonetheless objectively is uh-huh. so I have to do something so actually for me then deciding okay we're not celebrating my birthday we're celebrating Eurovision we're watching Eurovision and it happens to be my birthday right I like that because it because it because then making it about Eurovision means it's something I have control over none of this makes sense I, I understand I know that Hey, but you know that it doesn't. Yeah, it's and that's, that's what's important. Can I be real for a second? Like no. Okay, can I be abstract for a second? Um, yeast. Dog yeast. Ah. Um, something that I've I've discovered. Uh, I, I guess recently that has that has made me a much happier person, a much more contented person. If something gives you mad anxiety or if something really upsets you, logic doesn't need to apply. But if you can discover what it is that's making you anxious or, or, or upset or angry and just avoid those situations, it doesn't matter if it makes sense or not. You can just avoid them or you can find ways to work around them. You're finding the root of the issue opposed to you're finding the thing that is causing the anxiety, the panic, the whatever, yeah. and taking steps to either avoid or overcome. Exactly. And it doesn't yeah. matter if it makes logical sense, because I'm, I'm quite a logical person. I try to find logic in things that have no earthly business being logical. Um, but, yeah, if you just acknowledge these things, work around them, or just stop doing them, it doesn't matter if it makes sense mathematically. That is something that has made me a much happier person in recent years. Yeah, uh, just being like, just being like, oh, I need to go out. I need to go get two or three things from the shop. Why is that? Why is the idea of doing that upsetting me? Oh, I don't know. Shall I just do it anyway? Yeah, rather than just carrying that anxiety with you and having a terrible time in the Sainsbury's. Because sometimes I do I do feel anxious about things. I'm like, oh, why am I feeling this way? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Oh, okay, shall I just do it anyway? And then it's fine. Yeah, and that's a good way to do it because then you will find out that you shouldn't be anxious in the first place. Yeah. And you will slowly overcome and combat that yes. initial feeling of anxiety. It will still crop up from time to time, but you'll be able to go, no, I've no reason to feel that way. Look at all the other times where I felt like that way and I've had a lovely time out or everything was fine when I went to the shop. Acknowledge your feelings and in that way, maybe you too can have a happy birthday. I've been Liam Taylor. Dog East, dog East. Ben, what was your best birthday? Um, February 4th, 1997. Okay. Okay. Do go on. My birthday is actually February 2nd, but um, I believe that that was the Friday or Saturday of that week, meaning that that's when I could have my birthday party. Yes. Now, Liam, do you remember before Netflix, for Amazon Prime, well, before Amazon Prime, there was Love Film. There before was Love, Love Film. Film. And before Netflix was, uh, was sent in the post, as it mm. used to be, uh, there were blockbusters. Yes, very much so. Do you also remember... You might not if you watched all the way to the end of the credits. The film... Wait, it must have been 1998. I take it back. You dipshit. The 1997 film Men in Black. Yeah, of course I remember Men in Black. It would have come out on VHS, yeah. so my birthday would have been 2000 and, uh, uh, 1998. 
I wanted a Men in Black themed birthday party. <laughs> you fucking nerd. Yeah. <laughs> cool. I dressed in all blue clothes and painted myself blue, and I was that blue alien that I'd seen in the trailer. I don't think I'd seen the actual film. No. I cannot remember. But I was very excited, and I had some friends coming round, and I think we got probably got pizza or something. Ooh. And mum and dad were going to rent uh, Men in Black on VHS from Blockbuster, and we were going to watch it, and it was going to be fucking awesome. That's a very technologically advanced birthday for the 90s, by the way, just for the... Why? Li- no, no, uh, no, truly, uh, like, I'm just saying for, for the listeners who, who may perhaps be in their 20s, for example, and not have a fucking clue what we're talking... This is the equivalent of having a... Um, when, were you, when were you born? How old were you in 98? I don't want to answer that question. This I, is was, the- I, was, I, was, I was four... <laughs> this no, is the equivalent of having like an 11 year old's birthday where you play jackbox and all the kids like answer the questions on their phones Th- like this is the same level of technological advancement is renting a VHS from Blockbuster in 98 yeah I just want to give a frame of reference because like now we're going like oh yeah that's that's kind of like Doing a Netflix? No, no, that's cutting edge for the nineties. No, it was like it was like a treat. Yes, it was like it was like because it it was going to the cinema, but in your house. Yeah. It was a. It was not. A, it was not an everyday thing. So it's not like Netflix is now because Netflix you can just put on whenever. Yeah. You had to plan. You had to go yes. to the place. You had to do this. However, I'm saying that this was the best birthday because I really remember they didn't go to Blockbuster. Oh, oh no. They bought me the VHS tape and I remember losing my fucking mind because then it was mine and I didn't have to give it back and I could watch as many times as I wanted. You didn't have to be kind rewind. You could be a dick and not rewind. Wow. I had it so ingrained in my head that you rewind after watching that when the movie came out, Be Kind Rewind, I didn't... That was the first time I understood what that was. Okay. Interesting. It's also a very good film, Be Kind Rewind. I didn't realise there was a film. Um, Interesting. Yeah, Buffy says Be Kind Rewind in Buffy at one point. I was like, I don't know what the fuck she's talking about. Why is she saying it like that? I didn't realise it was Rewind Your VHS Tapes before taking them back to her thing. Yeah. Um, the film Be Kind Rewind has got Jack Black and oh someone else in it I can't remember I watched it once quite a while ago if memory serves which it doesn't always the basic plot is that they run a VHS like a blockbuster a rental mm. a movie rental shop and then something happens I don't know if there's a fire or they get robbed or something but some sort of dam- some damage happens and they have to recreate all of the films Oh, so no. they, so they then film all of the films, I love and it. Ha- those are the, yeah. So it, it's, it's very silly, very sort of like heart. I think it's quite heartwarming. If I remember, at the end, there's like a bit where they're showing one of the films like on a, hanging on a blanket outside the shop, and it's projected. It's, it's a very nice film. I'd recommend it, but I can't remember all of the so ins and outs. It's the film of what if you had to daft as the entire repertoire of blockbusters. Yeah. We should do that. <laughs> we should do, like, a dafter a day or something. Just recreate one film a day. 
That's a terrible idea, but I really like it. No, I'm on board. Let's do it. Okay, well, there goes my summer. Um, yep, that's uh, <laughs> that's our that's that's 2023 sorted. Thank God we didn't have like three other. Yeah, thank God we weren't hefty already pro- busy. Hefty projects to put on. Shall we pull another one out? Oh, this is a sticky boy. Hello. Oof. Ooh. Can you devise one rule to live by? Yes. This has been a conversation at podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, ben, follow-up question. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is that one rule? My, my mind is thrown quite swiftly to the Jim Jeffries bit where he says that the Bible should, instead of being a massive book, it should just be one sheet of paper hmm. with six words on it that says, try not to be a cunt. Yeah, I like that. I think that if everyone sticks to that, you pretty much got it. Uh, I sound like such a prick when saying it, but I think always trying to be a better person, I think it's a wonderfully fruitless endeavour. Yeah. Because if you're always trying to be a better person, then you will always be trying to be a better person, but then you'll always be better than the person that you were a couple of days ago. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Which sounds like hippie... It sounds like shit. Yeah. But, you know, it's it's not. And it, once you sort of start thinking that way and going that way, it's not as difficult as it sounds. Just not saying something hurtful, that's nicer. Yeah. I, Giving I think... a tramp some of your pocket change, it's, you know, instead of, th- instead of throwing it in a wishing well, where the fuck do I live? <laughs> yeah I um, live in the land of tramps and wishing wells <laughs> Why don't the tramps just wish for more money, eh? Idiots Right um, I What I like about that Jim Jeffries line is is that it isn't Don't be a cunt It's try not to be a cunt Yeah Because um, I think a lot of problems we have uh, on w- w- With people we know in our lives Is because because of things that they have done where they haven't intentionally tried to be malicious. It's just that they have inadvertently been a real cunt. I find that quite easy to forgive because the intention isn't there to be a bad person. They just don't know any better. And I would say in an ideal world, like, I, I yammer on about how, like, if you reform the education system, you fix all the problems. I deeply believe that to be true. I mean, sure. I think a lot of things go wrong through ignorance rather than intent, and I think you can fix a lot of that with education, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Oh, no, I can buy... Yeah, I agree with that, and I think that that's where um, racism immediately comes from, mm-hmm. basically, yeah. because I've known people who are racist. I have family members who... They don't think that they are, but, oh, my God, they are, except for the ones that I know. Yes. And it's like, a, you don't... So you're not... It's not... You're not. You just don't get... you. There's something... Someone has told you that there, there are people different than you, and even though they are people, they are exactly the same. It's... Yeah. You're, you're seeing a difference, and that's something that you don't understand, and that's because you don't understand it. You must think it's bad, and they are bad, and... It's the abstract concept of the others. So it isn't that I hate foreigners because because the the lad that delivers our paper is a foreigner and he's he's lovely. He's pulled himself up by his bootstraps. It's the abstract concept of us and them. 
us and them, a different team, red versus blue, again, pulling it back to education, it's media literacy. It's not being able to understand that, you, you know, this kind of uh, duality of like, I, I believe that actually I, th- there's this group of people that I quite like and, and individually because I know them individually, they're fine, regardless of the colour of their skin or whatever it is that's in their pants and whether or not that defines who they are as a person versus the abstract concept of the, the trans people or uh-huh. the French or whatever it is, the others and not being able to understand that when newspapers or the TV or TikTok tries to pit you against those people, it's so they can make money, dickhead. Because they're trying to sell you their new book that isn't any good, so they they're being a turf online to get you to buy their fucking book. You absolute bellend, dumbass, bellend. Thank you. Um, so media literacy and and understanding the intent behind news being published, I think, is really important. Again, education. So I guess if I were to uh, come up with one rule to live by, it would be fuck Murdoch. I mean, it'd keep him busy. I don't think he's ever come. He doesn't have to come for people to fuck him. Yeah, no, that's true. Everybody's faked it once. I haven't, and aren't I brave for saying so? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, As soon as I said it, I was like, I don't know where he's going to take this, but I'm very proud of you. Thank you so much. No, like, I I, I live my truth. (laughs) Conversation hat. Ben, I have two titles to choose from. I would like to add an extra one once you've told them. Well, add it now. So no, no, say these, and then I'll, I'll okay. bring up that third one. Well, I've got dog yeast, mm-hmm. but never mind that. Let's get on with the titles. Yuck, yuck, yuck. No, <laughs> seriously, Ben, dog yeast is the first option. Calm down. Okay. The second option is cutting edge brackets for the 90s. End brackets. The third option... Liam always comes. <laughs> yes. I, I like... I think... I, I would like to have the first one, but I'd like to make a slight alteration. Okay. I'd like it to be dog yeast is the first option. Fine. Amendment uh, ratified or whatever. Ben, where are you online? I'm on the Instagram, Liam. At Spike Pearson, P-I-E-R-S-O-N. There's pictures, there's stories, there's Ben. Ooh. Ooh. I am at LT Guitarist. There's pictures, there's stories, there's Ben. Uh, the podcast is at Convoy Hat Podcast on all the places. You can support the show by signing up to our Patreon and being an absolute legend. Ben, what is the least tier? The least tier? Not, pay, not part of it. Oh. Ben, what is the smallest amount of dollary doos you can sign up for, and what do we call that tier? Ah, oh, you can sign up for the one dollary do tier. We call it the one dollary do tier because it costs one dollary do. We also sometimes call it the the pod the Patreon pod baby tier. Sometimes. Oh, uh, I just thought that we called our fans pod babies. No, we yeah Patreon pod baby. That's the that's all that's all you got to do is the one dollar yeah. do. The dollar do is the currency. Ben, what is the most tier? Uh, it's 50 quid. It's called the Smug Prick tier. Smug Little Prick. Smug Little smug prick. prick. I don't know. I haven't checked in fairness. It means you can be um, a smug prick, large or small. It doesn't matter. Whatever size. We ain't, we ain't here to measure dicks. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, support us on Patreon or you can buy some merch on Public. Do whatever you want. I'm not in control of you. And if I was, I would tell you to be a smug little prick with our if- smug little prick tier. If you were, 
I don't give a shit. You don't control me. Uh, ben, say bye to the nice people. Bye, nice people. Thank you, Ben.